0: hello hello and welcome to another episode of the overcome yourself podcast as you know my name is nicole and i'm so excited to be here today with lauren um and so lauren i would like to just go ahead and and hand it over to you i want you to tell us all about you and your yeah. business
1: yeah thank you so much for having me um i am it's kind of it's kind of unique. I I like to think at least, but I am actually a business designer and also a certified hypnotherapist. Wow! Um, so it might sound like a little confusing or a little weird, but I actually um, really blend like my expertise in business design. I'm a trained like design thinking expert and service designer, and I've helped different businesses. Uh, redesign their services or pivot and come up with new ideas. Um, and now I'm doing it on my own. And as I was setting up my own business, I was like, I've done this a billion times before for so many other people, different organizations. And I was having so many like blocks and limiting beliefs that were coming up. And I just thought, I, you know, I've done this in two months for someone else, and why is it taking me like, you know, eight months to figure this out? And I started seeing a hypnotherapist just to really connect with my subconscious mind, understand actually what the heck is going on in my mind. Why is this not working for me? And I loved it so much that I just, I studied under my hypnotherapist to become a certified hypnotherapist. So it was kind of like this missing puzzle piece for me and what I needed to really match my beliefs and the strategy I wanted to take in my business with my actual mindset. So I'm so excited that I can do that for my clients now, because Um, I work with a lot of solopreneurs who are in this phase, who are ready to like scale up their business, but on their terms, not in the ways that they've been told that they have to run their business. It's like checking in to see what is going to work for you, what feels good for you, designing things on your own terms. And a lot of that is that mindset piece of not either understanding or being aware of the things you actually want, or just, you know, being just so caught up in this idea of having to do business in a certain way so it's quite fun to you know be just a few steps ahead even to have gone through this this phase of you know really connecting the mindset um, to the the business and design strategy and doing that for my solopreneur clients now who just want more of that flow in their life and are ready to kind of get over that idea of hustle culture and doing things a certain way so that, I love
0: that's it me. That's incredible yes. and it's it's Thank a you. big deal because mindset is such a big part of of business of, of mm-hmm. being a solopreneur especially when you're when you're yeah. wearing all of the hats you know it's a lot to yeah. handle um it's almost and more mind- important I'd say like now yeah on
1: this other side like You can experiment with things and be in this place where everything doesn't have to be perfect yet in order to actually take action. So
0: that's a big life-changing thing, I'd say. Yes, that's that's a huge thing that I teach too is taking imperfect action. Um, because nothing happened in my business while I was thinking about it, planning about it, writing about it, you know, working like none of that actually it wasn't until I took imperfect action um and it's so so it's something that I teach and um one of the things that I learned is you don't learn to ask the right questions until you're in it right and so you could plan and you could you could do all of these things but as soon as you take that step something is going to happen that you're like I was not expecting this at all and so it is, you know, we have to get to a certain point so we can learn to ask the right questions, mm-hmm. um, you know, <laughs> um, when we're talking with our clients and stuff. So I love all of that. Um, and so the, you know, my book is called Overcome Yourself. That's what inspired this podcast. Um, and so do you think that overcoming yourself, I mean, it sounds like that's that's basically what you had to do, right? Was overcome yourself yes. so you could break through. Can you tell
1: us a little bit more about that? Definitely. I think, I mean, I think it's an overgoing process and it will be for the rest of my life. And for, for some people, other people as well, there, I I see kind of like two parts to it because it was first off, like, okay, having that self awareness of like, something isn't working and I don't know what it is. So how do I find out what it is? So for me, that was through hypnosis, like even pulling up those limiting beliefs that I didn't really I mean, some of them are on the surface and I was aware of them, but there can be so many different layered things that are involved, or you come with a list of, and I've seen my clients as well. Like they have this list of things that they want to overcome and you think it's like linear, but then sometimes like something that you think is like way over at like D on your list and you start with a, it like, you can kind of group it in at once and you don't really realize how some things are connected. So that's really interesting. And just being able to look at my limiting beliefs, understand why they're there. If there's something that I actually need anymore, that is like, you know, they're there to protect us. A lot of the time we've created these beliefs to protect us from whatever it is that we're scared of or things that have happened to us. So it was like, okay, now what beliefs do I actually want to have? If this limiting belief or this block doesn't exist anymore, what do I want in its place? And a lot of those things were actually just embracing, like not everything, but there's so many things that were just me embracing. A lot of the things that I saw as my weaknesses, a lot of the things that I had been told, you know, you talk too much. And your voice is annoying and I remember my first day of I studied journalism like I don't know over 10 years ago and I remember going to my class and saying are you going to teach us how to talk properly because I have such a high-pitched voice I've been told it's annoying I talk like a valley girl this and that and they looked at me like no your natural voice is what's best but then you see people on on TV and on the news and you hear them talking in this like news anchor voice. Right. Mm -hmm. So I just thought, okay, that's never going to be for me. It's never going to be something where I'm using my voice to, you know, help people or like that. That's just not really going to be my thing. So here I am over 10 years later, being a hypnotherapist, guiding people with my words. And like so many times my clients are like, your voice is so soothing or, you know, your voice is so powerful. And it's something that I was never told my, like most of my life. So it was like learning to kind of accept that these things can be superpowers. They don't have to be weaknesses and we get to decide and we get to, you know, just allow ourselves to like, try and allow ourselves to see what happens. And, not necessarily, not, not necessarily be afraid anymore. And maybe we are afraid and that's okay. That can tell us other things that maybe it's something we really want or something that we're not sure what's going to happen, but it sounds, you know, kind of interesting or inspiring or curious. So I I think there's always things that are going to come up, but the more I just put myself out there as me, it just gets so much easier to, you know, accept yourself and show up as you and, you know, experiment and not take things so seriously. And I'm a total like recovering perfectionist and I will be the rest of my life as well. Right. That that's never going to go away, but is it less? Absolutely. So it's just, yeah. Embracing those things that we see as, as flaws and, and making and owning it really. Embracing the perfection
0: of imperfection. (laughs) Absolutely. That's absolutely. I absolutely love what you said. I was like, I was sitting here like gasping with my mouth, you know, my my jaw on the floor. I'm like, has she read my book? Because you're like oh quoting it and it hasn't come out yet. So I know you haven't read it. Oh, I need mean, <laughs> to. I can't wait. I I would love that. Um, and it's it's one of the I mean, like our stories are so similar. Um I was, I was you know, the chatty Kathy. I remember in fifth grade, my mom and my teacher laughing about me. It's a big part of my book about how I talk too much. That was one of the, my weaknesses and how I used it had turned it into a superpower. So I'm like, this girl's quoting me. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's so about- good to know. Like we're not yeah. alone.
1: There's so many people yeah. have been made to feel this way. And here you are with your own podcast. Like yeah. how cool is that?
0: Yes, yes, yes. And, and, you know, exactly what you said, turning your weakness, what everybody told you is your weakness. It's actually your superpower. Um, You know, and we see that trend, like if you watch any, any superhero movies, you know, um, you know, part of the hero's journey is you gotta be like, this isn't for me. I'm not meant for this. And then all of a sudden you realize this is exactly what I was meant for. Right. You know, so being told you're too bossy, being told you talk too much, being told your voice. I would, I said once, I remember going to school and I was like, I think I want to be a radio DJ. And somebody was like, I remember there was like this whole group of kids were like, you do not have the personality for that. Like it would be so boring, blah, blah, blah. And like, it crushed horrible. me because I was like, yeah. ah, um, but I mean, it makes sense because in school, like I wasn't able to be myself because, you know, there's so right. many things. And so I have this image of me, but it doesn't really match what's going on because there's, you know, and then being yeah. MD, there's like a whole nother layer of masking and things. So yeah. I was like, You know, and now here I am. I am hosting my own freaking show. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Your dreams can come true on your terms as well. And and not
1: like fitting into a box of what some radio station would want as a radio house, right? So it's even
0: cooler. (laughs) And even like my book, I say my book is me talking to you. So if I had kept listening to those people who said I talk too much, I never would have written this. Um, Other things, you got to find the right things to talk about. Right. Um, Because if you don't have, you know, when I was younger, I remember there was a lot of toxicity and there was a lot of like Mm -hmm. talking behind people's back and like in the family and and things like that. And so if you're surrounded by gossip and 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 just Mm -hmm. talking about things that are not productive. Um, Yeah, yeah, you talk too much and it's going to be annoying. Right. Um, But then I spent so much time in self-development, learning about business that that's what I talk about now. Um, So what you talk about and who you talk to, because Mm -hmm. now people pay to listen to me. Right. People want to hear what I have to say and they're giving me money and they're like, I want more. (laughs) And so it's literally right. We have turned what people told us was our weakness and we use it as our superpower to help other people. Um, and so I think that's so powerful. I love that you said that. Um, yes, yes, no, this is wonderful. So I would love to know, um, what's like a secret. Can you give us one of your like top tips, a secret, um, you know, how can we maybe like hypnotize ourselves? I don't know, like, like, give me something good here, Lauren.
1: (laughs) There's definitely ways to like do self-hypnosis and, um, the funny thing is like, naturally we go into a hypnotic, hypnotic state, you know, about like seven times a day, just naturally, whether it's like reading a book and we're zoning into that book or when we watch TV and we're zoning into that TV or we're on our phones and people are talking around us and we're like, what'd you say? Like, I didn't hear because you're so focused in on that one thing. And I think writing is such a powerful way as well, because writing your thoughts can just allow you like if you get to this place where you're just putting no pressure on yourself and you're just organically just you know allowing thoughts to pop up into your mind and writing them down it can be so powerful and something that I think is the best trick ever the the best hot tip is actually writing your affirmations down but handwriting them so mm-hmm. I, I learned this from my mentor and my hypnotherapist um, who I, yeah, who I learned under. And so I started doing it with her and now I do it with all of my clients as well. But if anyone has an affirmations practice, or if you don't, if you can find like three to four affirmations that you feel really po- like connected to that, you can think about, you know, I can believe these affirmations. I believe them as if they are happening right now. And you handwrite write those affirmations before you go to bed. It it'll be the last thing that your mind has like a chance to think of. And it's, you know, just by doing the handwriting motion, it really like connects to that part of your subconscious mind so that when you do go to sleep, it's like programming into your mind as you sleep. So it's just like a really great mind hack to really, yeah, program your mind in a way that's really easy, actually. Like it's not that hard to, you know, write three sentences or four sentences. Sometimes I find it difficult when I'm too tired at night. So if you're too tired, don't put pressure on yourself as well to do it every night. Like sometimes I just read them out loud to myself and close my eyes and just kind of give myself this moment to like, feel what it would feel like to already, have those affirmations exist in my life right now so it's all about that feeling as well and really connecting to it and if you don't connect to an affirmation don't use it find ones that you can truly believe in and that you feel connected to because someone can recommend whatever affirmations to you but if you don't believe it already or if there's any room for you to have this kind of disconnect or disbelief then those aren't your affirmations and that's okay maybe they will be one day but they're just not right now. And that's totally fine. So I think just, yeah, just handwriting and finding something that really works for you instead of, you know, there's so many affirmations out there and it can be hard to like get caught up in some of them. I'm on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok, but I'm a consumer of TikTok, a big one. (laughs) And so I see them all the time and I'm like screenshotting them and saving them. And then I never go back to them because You know, it might've worked for someone else and maybe it'll work for other people, but sometimes I just need to think of them in my own mind. And, even with my clients, like we'll sit and write them together because me just giving them affirmations, they might not connect to them. So it really, it really is great to customize them and make sure that they, they fit you and they fit where you want to go, but you know, just not too wild. Right. (laughs) that's, That's a
0: good mind hack tip. I'd say. I love that. So I have, I have a freebie that are like affirmation wallpapers um, for your, for your computer and for your phone. Oh, lovely! Um, it's just a, a few of them. I think one of them is like great things always happen to me. That's something that I, I say to myself yes. all the time that helps just helps reframe you know and that's yeah. and that's what you're doing um that's such a great tip of writing your affirmations at night because what you're doing is you're framing um yes. for your brain and you're giving your brain like the last thing and it's going to run with that right like you mm-hmm. drink, <laughs> you know you drink or whatever so um that's really cool thank you for sharing that um now most importantly. How can we hang out with you, Lauren? Like, how can we get in touch with you? How can we work with you? Like, maybe somebody wants to get hypnotized. or ready yeah. for the next Talk to me. I would
1: love that. So, I actually host um, exclusively for my mailing list. I host um, what I what I've coined hypnosis happy hour. Um, but sometimes they do happen in the morning or the evening, depending what time um, zone you're in in the world. But I host about two to four a month. It just, I'm experimenting with it right now, Mm -hmm. um, which is really fun for me. Um, So if you join my newsletter list um, by, you can visit my website at lauren-best.com and at the bottom of the page, you can subscribe to the newsletter and you'll receive a link to all of the event times for the hypnosis sessions I have planned um, for the next few months. I usually do two to three months at a time of planning and have, created time. So at least if you're anywhere in the world, hopefully there's a time where there's a time zone where you're awake kind of thing. Um, So that's been really fun. I love to invite people there to just experience hypnosis. They're like really mini 30 to 40 minute sessions where you learn a little bit about hypnosis, but then just depending on, you know, things that I have going in on in my life or what's been coming up for my clients or for the folks who are joining the session. Um, each session's really different. And we just kind of, I just kind of guide you through like a visualization exercise to experience what hypnosis is like, and just give you this chance to connect to your subconscious mind and relax. And, you know, just have a great kind of end of your week and check in with yourself. So that's a great way um, for folks who haven't tried hypnosis and are interested to see what it's like, but are, you know, not sure if they want to work one-on-one yet. Or if you have tried hypnosis before and you just want a place to show up and have a space for yourself. And then I work with clients one-on-one as well, um, doing just hypnosis on its own. And then for my solopreneur um, audience and friends, I do intensive sessions now because. I really found with my clients who are solopreneurs who came to me for just the strategy and business design work or just the hypnosis, it's just so connected and doing these intensive sessions to really like create a foundation of like, okay, what does your energy look like? What do you want it to look like? What do you want your business to support you in? How can we like design the flow maybe of your offer to really support your energy Or maybe how you want to show up in your marketing that feels more authentic, like whatever, wherever there's kind of a current pain point in your business um, to start with. Like, can we tap into that on your own terms to start and also set that foundation that no matter if you, you know, even pivot to, I don't know, offering a new service or changing your career even these kind of foundations are already set for you. You know how you want to work. You know what your energy can look like. And there's so many ebbs and flows that we go through. And that's something I really like to work with people on because myself, I've had these, you know, some weeks where I'm just so tired or I want to enjoy more time outside. And there's still things that I want to do or, or even have to do. So if I'm not having that energy at 100% capacity and it's like 50 or 20, how can I still show up authentically that feels good for me? So I love to, you know, look at what those strategies could look like, um, during these intensive sessions, and then also do the hypnosis to really program in those new beliefs and just give you this really nice foundation and start to how you can show up differently in your own work. Um, so that's kind of something I'm moving towards that I've been really enjoying. And I think, It's been really great to see some sort of change that feels good for the people I'm working with in a short amount of time. And it can be when we're scaling up or just wanting to do something differently in our businesses. Like three months can feel like a long time. And even if it's in a day, I really like to make the experience even just not feel like it's too much at once and just really allow that space to grow um, and connect with, with them and just allow me to guide them in the best way for them. So that's, yeah, it's exciting to kind of move into my ebbs and flows and my energy and be able to show up
0: for my clients in that way now. So I love it. That is absolutely yeah. phenomenal. That is so cool. Um, I too. love your mission. I love how you're helping people, um, you know, and that's how we help people one at a time. Right. Yes. And by you helping solopreneurs, by you helping entrepreneurs, you're affecting and you're helping so many other people. Um, yes. So I want to thank, thank you for you. that. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, and I would love to invite you to hang out in my group as well. Um yes. I've got lots of entrepreneurs in there. Maybe we could do like a session in there one day or something. That would be really cool. I would love um, to do that.
1: I love collaborations and like that's my jam. So that's also why I only do like a few intensives a month because I want to make space for showing up and collaborating with other folks who are really like-minded and have that same energy. So.
0: You let that's me awesome. know. I will be there. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. I'm so glad we found each other, Lauren. Yeah. Um, so before we sign off here, do you have any final tips for um, our audience here? Yeah, I guess it just all comes back to
1: like listening also to your body, to your mind. And if you're not, if you find yourself in the space where you're maybe not in tune to that, that's okay. And it can take time to connect back to that. But once you do like, there's nothing more powerful than that. And I just really hope for everyone to, you know, give themselves that chance to really come back to themselves and, you know, rediscover what feels good for them. So that's what I'd like to leave with.
0: I love that. I love that. And it's such a big deal. Um, I talk about this a lot. I remember, you know, being with depression and anxiety and stuff. And I had a phase where, um, I was crying a lot. I would have panic attacks multiple times a day, every single Gosh, day. It's tough. And, um, you know, like that sucks. Like, it's really hard to do anything. You can't work. You can't hang out with people. Like you're just yeah. in this like, fog. And one day I remember just sitting there. I was in my bed. I was crying. Like, I was just like, mm-hmm. heaving out, like your body is just like, you're just like, you can't breathe. And this thought popped in my head. And I was like, do you like this? <laughs> no and my brain answered no actually I don't then why does it keep Not happening and, and then I was like and like okay so if you don't want this what is it that I do want yeah and that's what started the journey to being like okay you get to decide and I think it's so powerful that you help people so that they don't have to get to that moment right, right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um because you don't like that's that's just a horrible place to be in. Um, and you don't want to get there if you don't have to sometimes, like, you know, I had to, I had to reach my rock bottom so I could climb back up. But the fact that you can help people in that moment and really be like, do you want this? No. Then what is it that you do want? And once you make that distinction and you know what you do want now, you can go for it. Right. Um, so I think that's so, 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 so powerful. Um, So again, I just want to thank you for what you do. Thank you for coming on here with me. This has been so much fun. I look forward to collaborating more with you in the future. And um, catch us on the next episode then of Overcome Yourself. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much.